0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Pain-Free Golf Performance Podcast, a podcast dedicated towards helping you stay healthy so you can stay on the golf course and not in the clubhouse. We will be covering all things golf, from fitness, performance, injury recovery, instruction, and everything else in between. I am your host, Dr. Russ Metalastis. I am a board-certified sports physical therapist and strength coach based out of Rochester, New York. Our goal with this podcast is to help you play your best golf yet while doing so without limitations. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show what's up everyone welcome back to the pain-free golf performance podcast i'm your host dr russ this week we're going to do something a little different on the podcast something we haven't done since the very first episode where we're actually gonna do a solo episode so normally we have a lot of great guests that come on the show and we discuss a number of different things with regards to golf performance injury recovery uh, swing instruction things like that but this week we're actually going to go over um, a couple of things that, you know, we're going to look at with regards to what's going on in golf this week. And I think a lot of people know what's going on in golf with this week, but we'll get to that. But also, too, we're going to talk about some things that a lot of golfers need to kind of focus on as they transition to the offseason. So first things first, it is Master's Week, and I couldn't be more excited to have Master's Week in November. You know, again, it's been a very, very strange year with COVID-19. And, you know, again, obviously, the Master's is normally held in April. But regardless the fact that we have a Master's championship is really, really important, especially with all the stuff that's going on in the sports world. So I think, you know, if you were to ask me my top three in terms of who I think potentially could be wearing the green jacket at the end of this weekend, I think number one for me is Brooks Koepka. I think he's looked really, really great over the last couple of rounds. He has been dealing with some knee stuff as to why he wasn't at the PGA Championship earlier this year but it looks like he's kind of figured some things out. He shot back-to-back 65s at the Houston Open this past weekend and preps for the Masters. He's putting well, and I think he can put it all together I think he's got a great shot of making a run at the green jacket. And also, too, let's not forget, even though Tiger won it last year, Kepka was a second-place finisher last year. So I think he's at the cusp and, again, major championship winner himself. So, you know, the big stage isn't too big for Brooks. So I think he's got a great chance to kind of put it all together. Uh, another guy I think could really kind of put all things together is Dustin Johnson. You know, Dustin Johnson finished second here, again, at the Houston Open. He's been putting really well. Uh, his long game, he, again, even though people have been talking, talking about Bryson DeChambeau and him potentially taking the Masters, uh, I think you look at, you know, the the cream of the crop rises to the occasion when it comes to high performing and, and performing at the highest stage and on the highest level. So I think Dustin Johnson has a, a definitely a great chance of potentially kind of pulling off uh, a major championship and putting on that green jacket as well. And then lastly, I think, you know, there's there's been a lot to be said about uh, Jordan Spieth And, you know, his ups and downs, you know, since, you know, winning three major championships at a very, very early age, and then maybe kind of having this kind of lull, I guess. I I I use the term lull in quotation because, again, he's still performing well, just maybe not winning the major championships that people are all expecting him to win. But uh, I would love to see him kind of put it together, just kind of, you know, you know, have some confidence and go, you know, have a good couple of first rounds and then hopefully kind of go into the weekend and put it all together so you can make a run at it. So those are my top three. You know, I know, obviously, you can't rule out Tiger. You know, Rory McIlroy is looking for his first green jacket as well. And there's a lot of great players. You know, Bryson DeChambeau is a huge name that people will be keeping all eyes on. But, you know, again, those are the three that I think. Again, I would love to kind of hear what your thoughts are. So uh, maybe kind of drop me a line and let me know what your thoughts are as to who you think is going to win the green jacket this upcoming weekend. What we're going to do next is we're going to transition to your golf game and what you can be doing as you transition to the off season. So, you know, even though it's a little bit warmer here in, in the the Northeast at some point in time, you know, we are in November, the weather is going to start to cool off. So I think the important thing you, a lot of golfers need to do off season finally kind of sets in is to give your body time to recover from the, the amount of golf that you've played this, this season, you know, with golf being a socially distant sport and the fact that golf is really kind of boomed during uh, this whole COVID-19 pandemic, you know, a lot more people have been able to play golf um, at a very, very much higher clip than they're normally accustomed to. So I think the first thing you need to do when the off-season starts or as you transition to the off-season is give your body time to recover from the higher accumulation of stress that you've had since playing golf, okay? I think that's really, really important. Another thing that I would recommend is maybe kind of just take a mental note as to as you were playing golf, if there were any nagging issues that started to kind of creep up as the season went on, right? Was their low back starting to give you trouble? Was your elbow giving you some issues? Uh, Were you having some shoulder discomfort? You know, if you start to kind of reflect on some of the things that were giving you trouble during the golf season, then those are the things I would prioritize as you head into the off season to make sure that those don't linger and hang around too many times. We see a lot of golfers, As soon as the offseason comes in, they just stop doing everything altogether and they just wait for the pain to go away. Well, the problem is as soon as you start swinging a club again, if that swinging motion or impact of the ball or whatever it may be is giving you discomfort, And then regardless of how how long you rest, that's always going to be there, right? So again, I always tell people, prioritize what your health is or how your health should be. So making sure that you're not getting some of these nagging injuries hanging around and lasting into the the off season, but also into next season as well. And then um, lastly, the thing I would recommend is deprioritizing. Yes, deprioritizing rotational based movements, right? Golf is a rotational sport, and we totally get that. But if you've been playing more golf at a more frequent clip and swinging the clubs more often because you're able to this this past golf season, um, then I think once the offseason starts to hit, you need to give yourself an opportunity to just kind of get away from some of that rotation. Okay, allow things to kind of settle down maybe kind of reduce some of that kind of irritation that maybe kind of stirred up during the golf season and just allow your body to kind of calm down and decompress a little bit. So those would be my top three things, right? Give your body time to recover. OK, identify some of the issues maybe that kind of came up during the golf season that you want to try and get in front of before things become a longer term issue. And then three, deprioritize rotational based movements. Right. Um, we've been doing a ton of rotation with the sport itself, and we don't want to accumulate more than we need to. We want to make sure we can kind of calm some of that stuff down as the off season kind of approaches. So and again, lastly, two, just focus on being really good at the basics. Right. Get enough sleep right, at least seven, eight hours, okay, focus on nutrition, right, balanced meals, make sure you get your veggies in really, really good hydration, right, we always like, like to recommend half your body weight in ounces with regards to how many ounces of water you need to be drinking per day. So just keep that in mind as well. And ultimately, making sure you have a solid plan for your strength training. I think that's really important to make sure that you can figure out, okay, well, You know, if I want to hit the ball farther or if I want to be able to, you know, rotate better on my downswing or have better shoulder turn on my backswing. And these are the things that need to prioritize when your strength training comes along. And that's why I think working with a strength coach or a personal trainer or, let's say, a performance coach goes a long way in helping you identify some of those things that maybe you're struggling with. And then lastly, what we're going to do is we're going to kind of focus on some basic performance tidbits. Right. So when you're talking about being objective, right, and writing goals and and coming up with goals that you want to kind of accomplish in the offseason, then I think the important part is you need to make sure that you can actually write them down, right? When you write them down, it keeps you accountable. If you just keep them in your head, then sometimes they'll just kind of waver and they'll never get done, right? So if you write them down and you're intentional with figuring out how best to go about achieving these goals, you're most likely going to achieve them, okay? If you don't write them down, they usually won't get done. Okay, so I always like to I always like to do this myself, right? Because I think you know holding yourself accountable allows you to focus on a plan, right? Being intentional with that plan and giving you some framework as to how best to kind of implement a plan to get you to your goals. Right. So I think that's really important to make sure that you can understand, hey, listen, if I really want to hit the ball 10 yards further, or if I want to increase my club SP by five miles an hour, or if I want to uh, be able to you know not hurt at the end of a golf round. These are all things that are really important to a golfer. So these are the things that we need to make sure we can write down, keep ourselves accountable, and then hopefully have accountable partners to make sure that you're on the right track. So these are some things that we want to make sure that as you transition to the off season, You can try and figure these things out, and hopefully, you have someone to help you figure that out along the way, right? Whether that's someone who's TPI certified or that's someone who knows the sport of golf, you know, again, having a team around you is really important. So, whether you're working with a rehab professional, whether you're working with a strength coach. Um, a swing instructor, whatever it may be, having a team around you is really important to make sure that they can help you get to where you, want, where you want to be in terms of your goals. So, you know, again, we're going to do a little bit more often as we're going to do some of these solo episodes just to kind of give you some tidbits and some short kind of brief bursts of information so that, you know, again, as you start to kind of gather some of your thoughts or gather some of your ideas as to what you want to accomplish in the off season, hopefully we can be there along the way with you to help get you to where you want to be in terms of your performance goals but also while staying pain-free so if you have any questions make sure you kind of reach out to us yeah if you haven't already um, make sure you check out all the episodes that we have um, on this podcast Already a lot of great guests um, but we'll start to do some more solo episodes like this as well so that you can kind of hear from us a little bit more about what we are doing specifically with a lot of our golf athletes as we transition to the off season i'll talk to you guys on the next episode see you then Hey everyone, thanks so much again for listening to this week's episode of the Pain-Free Golf Performance Podcast. If you enjoy the content of this show, we would love it if you would leave an iTunes review to help us grow and expand our ability to provide you with the golf information you are seeking. If you're listening to this show and are dealing with aches, pains, or issues from golf that haven't been resolved, or you're not exactly sure where to turn, then let us know how we can help. Whether you are local or not, you can work directly with us through our pain-free golf performance program, which is completely virtual and online. This program is customized to you and your goals of playing your best golf yet. We would assess how well you move to give us a baseline of what you can do, and then based on that assessment, come up with a training program best suited for you. We are offering a special podcast promotion, which gives you access to our program at a reduced rate. You can inquire by going to manaperformancetherapy.com forward slash golf. Again, MANA is spelled M A N A. So it's manaperformancetherapy.com forward slash pain golf. And use a promo code podcast when inquiring so we can help you feel better and play better golf. Be sure to tune into next week's episode, and we'll catch you then.